What's up, everyone? Guys, and welcome to a little bit of a belated Thanksgiving episode here at Guitar Parts Podcast, but this is also a late one as well. A deep dive with the scallywags. We haven't done this in a minute. Some things have happened and kind of gotten off schedule, but guys, we're going to get back on schedule with the deep dives. And this month, deep diving with the scallywags, we're going to go to the country. We're going to go back to mid-90s. We're going to take a little bit of a tour on an old A&E show, if you guys are familiar with American Cable. Guys, we're going to listen to a Vince Gill song called Oklahoma Borderline. Yes, I bet there's a bunch of people out there just going. But I promise you, when you're done listening to this and you hear the solo, you'll be like this. Yeah, well, don't touch my hand. Yeah. And you will com- you'll immediately go, holy Christ, where has this been? Dude's a beast. It's a be- he's a beast, man. And the, the funny thing about it is I, I remember, so in 1994, Alan Jackson lost to Vince Gill for Entertainer of the Year, and I was furious because I, I hated Vince Gill my whole life. And then you become a guitar player, and then you start researching guitar players, and then you see Vince Gill like, oh, Oh yeah, and you see, really see him, and it's like I've probably said this before, but there's a deal with Vince and Brad Paisley, and you hear Brad, and it's a little bit of a distorted tone, and you hear Vince, and it's just like it's like God gave him the fingernails of love. Oh, dude! I mean, it just it. When your wife, Amy Grant, <laughs> Brad can play, and he probably can play circles around Vince, but man, Vince's tone and attack that day sounded twenty times better than Brad's. I, the thing I like about Vince is it's just it's clean, but it's so gnarly. It's got a time. subtle little overdrive to it. Yeah, it's got a subtle bit of hair on it. But it's but like in such a he, I don't know. He's in to me. He's such in the he's a, it's he's like a Mark Knopfler. Yes, yes. Didn't he, I think there was a deal where he got offered to play in Dire Straits? I wouldn't say I. You could tell. You can and tell was, why. And he was like, "No, I can't. I need to pursue his own thing." Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And I mean, hell, now playing with the Eagles, right? Like, people can dog on the Eagles, whatever, dude. That's a hell of a get. And they're going on tour. It's a hell of a get. Yeah, Eagles are going on tour. So I mean, like, the man is. I don't know. He's <laughs> revered. And that He's, old Telecaster he has, it was like an old 53 black guard, white blonde telly. Yeah. That's like an OG. Like one Leo Fender kissed, I think. Right. <laughs> you know. But it's like if you're a guitar player, that's that's what the guitar part is about, man. It's not just about, hey, here's somebody you know who can play. And you may not know, you may know who Vince Gill is, but you may not realize what he possesses. This guy will surprise you. Exactly. And that's I, the beauty of it. I think there's a lot of those guys out there for people. It's like, you may not agree all with the music, but some people like Django. Some people like Bach. Some people like Beethoven. Some people like Johnny Highland. Some people might like some blues guy. Yeah. it's There's all sorts of different stuff out there and different licks and different things you can take from people. Some people out there like Jerry Reed. Yeah, some Which, you know. I'm 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 a like Jerry everybody Reed. Everybody that freak. I've named off, but I'm just trying to think of people that you don't listen to all the time. They're yeah. out there. 
And this could be one of them. And if you haven't heard, just stick around and listen to this. Check this out. Guys, this is a YouTube video called Vince Gill, Killer Guitar Player. It's a segment from an old A&E TV show. And guys, as we listen to this, check out who calls in. It's pretty cool. And as always, let's just get this out there before we press play. We do not own the audio, the rights to this audio. This is for educational purposes only. And for us to gawk and drool about Vince Gill's sweet Telecaster plan. Guys, buckle up. It's going to be a short one here, though. Deep diving with the Scallywags. Vince Gill, Oklahoma borderline with a little bit of a, a cool phone-in on this TV show. Uh, great voice, great songwriter, and a killer guitar player. Because anybody who knows guitar playing knows the fact that you can really play this thing. Also, you're that up for a Grammy for Instrumental of the Year, mm-hmm. Soldier's right. Joy. Yeah, with my buddy Randy Scruggs. There you go. One story, Dire Straits, Mark Knopfler, <laughs> a great guitar player. The legend is they were tried to recruit you for Dire Straits. Yeah, Mark, uh, in 1989, came to actually to New York City. We were, a friend of mine, Greg Deverna, who lives here, was sitting down recounting the story. He says, if it wasn't, if I'm not mistaken, 10 years ago, I think he came to see you. We played at the... Uh, the, uh, the that, Lone Star, that, okay. the Lone Star, and uh, Mark came to see us, and he came and said, "Do you have any interest in right? Dire Straits?" This is crazy. Said, oh my gosh, yeah, I would love to be, but I just signed a new contract with MCA Records, and I kind of struggled for, you know, six or seven years trying to get some songs on the radio, and wasn't very successful. And I, I just really believed in this new union and the record I'd just made, and I didn't know if anything was going to happen, but you know, I, I turned down a. A pretty good deal, you know, just to kind of take kids. a shot. Wow. And then it turned out to be, you know, I, I would have loved to have done it. You know, musically, I, I really admire him so, so much. And But uh, as a career move, I finally made one right. <laughs> <laughs> well. Vince is such a good dude. Let's go he back to the too. phones. And they show this gentleman's name is guitars Chet. Here He's from Nashville. Hello, starts. Chet. Hi. What's your last name, Chet? Uh... Atkins. Thank you very much. Literally, Chad Atkins calls him. Beast. Hey, Vince. How you doing, Chester? Pretty good, Vince. I wondered if you could play golf next week. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. Okay. You better bundle up, though, son. Well, I'm not, but uh, I'll be thinking about you. Uh, man, it's great to talk to you. And uh, you How you feeling? Do you still do that tune, uh, Oklahoma Borderline? Yes, sir. I heard you do that once. I think it was a live uh, uh, recording or something, and uh, with an audience. And I was amazed at your great guitar playing. And I still am every time I hear you. And I, I worked with you a couple of times recently, where you played mandolin to you, and you're not bad on that. Thanks, buddy. He can play. Chet oh, Atkins, man. would you play it? Yeah, thanks for calling, Chet. I didn't rock hard after that. <laughs> yeah, dude, Chet Atkins is country royalty like Mount Rushmore. Hero. I remember the first time I sat down with Chet um, was a few a years ago I did a show in Nashville with Ralph Emery and it was kind of a very documentary slow. on my life and stuff and, and Chet came out and it was the first time I'd ever had the opportunity to play music with my definite guitar hero of all time and I remember he started playing and he said come on play and my hands would not go on the guitar and uh, I revere him so much so Chet I'm going to play his Play my heart out for you, buddy. Does this song come out in 1985? 
on an album, Things That Matter. But don't go hunting that version because you will be lulled to sleep. Right. It's down in Houston. I got both of them on my heel. Baby put me on the stage. She says I'm through with you. She thinks I'm going to miss her. So I'm going to tell her that she's wrong. Going back to work love on my boys because that's where I belong. I need to Solid as a band is like obviously it's probably like some studio band. But damn, his voice is like velvet over honey. New country artist. Take notice. Well, you gotta have a fiddle in a band. Learn learn what you see and apply it. No, he's just got it, man. The dude's a slinger. And I get that he kind of went a little bit more Christian, a little bit more mainstream. But man, I'd love to hear him let loose. Oh, just dude. give me that more Liza Jane stuff and give me this you know what I mean like, oh yeah of course like just give me some raunchy ass rock and roll or blues or whatever you know that thing it's the thing that he does I'm telling you though guys listen just listen up we're gonna be real quiet through this one
just put that one in your pipe. That's, that's a stank face just solo. Put, and he didn't even he didn't even blink. His no. face didn't even move. He just literally like I I mean There's points within that solo where it's just like it's got everything. Ugh. It's got everything. It literally it's a stank face solo. It's insane. And there's people who can recreate it, but man, you not a lot of people can do it like that. No. There's licks and different things and runs in there that dudes can't do. Those dudes runs. aren't doing that. And if you can do it, they're not doing it as flawlessly and effortlessly. <laughs> effortlessly. Just stand up Telecaster cleaner than, you know, crystal glass. Oh, dude. That tone. Like, that amp's got to be cooking to get that kind of headroom and sustain out of that thing. Like, definitely. Definitely a fender. That but. Thing, oh, yeah, it's got to be a twin of some sort. I mean, you're cook. That's cooking. Yeah. That's cooking to keep, <laughs> yeah. to do that. Because you got to think about it. Like, Telecaster's got, it's got, you got to get that thing to chime and sustain. Yeah. The only way you're going to do that maybe is like a slight boost, a little light overdrive that doesn't color it. And then you got to have the amp. You got to have the headroom on the amp to do it. Which anybody that's played, especially you know his amp's not a brand new amp from. You oh know, God, it's a '60s blackface. If you if you've played any of those old Fender tube amps, the the amount of volume is it's you you can't touch it. It's hard to beat a, two, a, two, a volume two will blow anything away. That's between three and a four is like <laughs> insanely insane. loud on a twin. I've had two of them, and it's like. It's like having a Ferrari that and only driving it in a 35. Yeah. I mean, that's that's why I got rid of it it's because I can't even play it properly. No. Like I, it's great. It's cool. Everybody's like, oh, "I want a 100 watt full stack." Really? How often are you going to turn that thing past 2? Yeah. Real for real. Like, let's be real about it. Yes, we can all play. Yes, you can turn it up. But really, how many times are you going to be able to crank that puppy up like it should be? Unless you, you know, you, so there's some people that get lucky that have, you know, under like a legit underground bass that can do it. That yeah. can do there's it. There's people there's, that can get lucky. There's yes. some people that get lucky, but if, if you're a nor a normie <laughs> and you the, have the average American simp is not going to be able to no. do it. You know, no. Which you know, it's that's why. I went with the the line six because you know it's loud, but it's not PV Bandit loud. Talking that way, that's why I love those upright two twelve cabinets. You still get the thing of a full stack, but it's smaller. Yeah, you know what I mean. And God damn it, amplifier companies power attenuate your amplifiers so you can have bedroom levels. Please but getting off of that, guys. Vince Gill, beast. Rounding this out, deep down with Scallywags. Obviously, we love him. He's a beast. If the bad boy would grow a beard. <laughs> he's he's on my favorite guitar player list because of what he can, just, just because of what he can do with a Telecaster. Which, you know, everybody knows I'm the metal guy, but I'm also love country. Like, you can see where it kind of all blends together. Blends together, yeah. Like, there's so many licks in there. A metal guy would be like, "Whoa, 
Yeah. I would love to try and then make it their own and then be like, oh, this was derived from Vince Gill's Country Lake or whatever. Which there's like, there's a lot of... it could happen. There's a lot of metal players that I've been like, you know, go check out a Jerry Reed. Go check out, you know, go, go check out a Chet Atkins yeah. and then a, a Vince Gill. Like, those are my three, those like, as far as country yep. guys go. Well, and then, uh, not Puck Owens, but... Uh, um, Roy, uh, Roy Clark. Yeah, that guy. He can. He those. That's that's my four. That dude. Look, that dude's the only dude I've ever seen, and I've watched a lot of people now. It'd be fun. Another fun one. To deep dive. When he plays a guitar, like the guitar literally looks like it's hurting. Yeah. Like I've watched Stevie. I watched numerous amounts of Stevie. There's a few times where I felt that, but when I see that dude play, I'm just like, dude, that guitar's begging for mercy. Yeah, because if Roy Clark is the one, is insane. He he does he does not only country runs, he does pentatonic runs, he does arpeggios like finger tapping, you name it. Roy Clark is to me like that's that's the four. Is is as far as country goes. Well, yeah. well, there's still. Brent. <laughs> There's so many others that you can talk about as far as personal favorites. Personal guys, favorites. Check yeah. it out, though. Oklahoma Borderline, Vince Gill. If you guys want to bore yourself, check out the early version because it's really, really slow. And it doesn't have an awesome solo in it like that. And if it does, it's, it's really slow. So don't bother with it. Just stick to the fast one. Vince Gill, killer guitar player. It's a fun one. Listen to Chet talk some crap. Right. You know, and I, that, that too... That's probably got to add a lot more fuel to the fire oh, in dude. front of people. And then Chet Atkins calls in on a TV show. like. And if you don't know who Chet Atkins is, watch Chet Atkins. And then you see why Vince Gill's like, all right, I got you, buddy. Well, anybody <laughs> who knows about guitars, too, they're probably like, if they've looked at Gretsch's, they're like, oh, at least we know what that is. Right. Chet Atkins is basically like the Les Paul of Gretsch. Yeah. Almost. In a weird way, but guys, Vince Gill, check him out on his 53 White Blonde Black Guard Telecaster. Oklahoma Borderline, the solo that literally has breakfast, lunch, and dinner in the whole thing. Oh, yeah. And dessert. I mean, and and leftovers for tomorrow. But guys, that's it. Deep diving with the Scallywags. Vince Gill, Oklahoma Borderline. You know, this is our little bit of our belated Thanksgiving special, Black Friday special. Next month, we're going to try to do the Blessed Hell Ride for our New Year's Eve special. A little deep dive New Year's Eve special with, with the Scallywags here. But guys, as always, if you happen to learn anything on this show... Yeah, but it's definitely by accident. Big, small, one and all, we've got it for you. We're ending this a little quietly until next time. Have a wonderful month, y'all. We'll see you next time.